Welcome to Ward of the Bay podcast. I am Kyle. Uh, it is the special morning edition of the Ward of the Bay podcast. Of course, with it being a podcast, you guys don't, you can't even tell it's morning or night because you just, you're just listening to this whenever. But you know what? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope everybody is uh, enjoying their family time. And maybe you're, maybe what you're doing is you're taking a little time to yourself to say, uh, I want some some questionable sports takes. I want some takes from from some amateur guy that, that has a day job and works for eight hours and then occasionally watches sports. I want him to tell me w- what to think about sports. Uh, and to those people, I say welcome. Um, I am, of course, recording this on Tuesday morning uh, because I have the week off. All right, well, I worked yesterday, but I have the rest of the week off. So I've got, I've got uh, nothing to do. I gotta go. I got, I'm, I'm gonna bake some banana bread today. Uh, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna maybe go to Goodwill. Maybe I'm gonna f- hit the gym a little bit. And then you know what? Because I'm a, because I'm a dedicated work, I'm gonna open up my work laptop and I'm gonna check my work emails, just just so I don't have to come back to a, to a mess next week. That's the kind of white person that I am. <laughs> I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of glad I'm recording this on Tuesday because I have the Bucks game fresh in my mind, and I guess maybe, maybe fresh isn't the way I would refer to that Bucks game. I think I've got that that Bucks game is still rotting in my mind, or maybe it's a, I don't know, I don't know what whatever metaphor you want to put on that, whatever adjective you want to uh, uh, assign to that game. Uh, I I don't know. I, this is maybe my third consecutive week saying this, but I've reached the the point of. Of, of numbness when it comes to the Buccaneers uh, and just watching them. I just kind of anything that really happens with uh, with with the team. I'm just like, yep, that's that's a thing. Yeah, I've 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 literally seen it all. There's like you can't. You, there's no way to shock me in terms of of losing. I've seen the blowout the, the blowout losses. We've seen that a thousand times. I've seen the the blowout wins the words where it's looking like we're, we're, we're going to destroy this team. And then suddenly, you know, you get a game like Washington where they come back and you like that Kurt cousins. I've seen that game. I've seen the game that we've lost close. I've seen the game that, you know, we, 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 we play a good first half and terrible second half and maybe vice versa. Oh God, I've seen them all. I've seen them all. I don't think there's a way that the Bucks can lose that I've never seen before in my life. Now, there's a ton of ways they can win that I've never seen before in my life. Um, but, you know, it, it, the, 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 the bad far outweighs the good, and, and this Giants game was no exception. I mean, 
We knew that we knew uh, what the Giants' offense was capable of. Certainly, Saquon Barkley, to, to say the least. Wow, did the, the Giants really run another double reverse? Uh, no, a reverse. The Giants ran a reverse with Odell Beckham Jr. Why are why are teams pulling that so much against us this year? Because they know they know they they know they can do whatever the fuck they want against us. Whatever they want. You we got a we got some kind of crazy trick wildcat play. Yeah, let's break it out, test it out against the Bucks. It's like you the Bucks are now like the scout team defense for uh for the rest of the NFL. Uh they they're just going to try anything. And I I that's a little bit of fault of their own. It's it's a it's a huge uh, fault to the fact that um we have uh we're decimated by injury. Uh we no, we can't seem to stay healthy. Uh but god Golly, I'm watching Sa- Saquon Barkley so good. I hate that he went to the Giants. You know, I, w- I wish he would. I wish he would have gone anywhere else besides New York. Maybe uh, even even New England. I could have dealt with him there. Um, but the fact that now he's in, now I got to see Barkley jerseys everywhere. He's going to be Manning and Barkley jerseys. <laughs> Who Charles Barkley play, play for? The Suns, Phoenix Suns. Um. Yeah. So. Jason Pierre-Paul, I just watched it. Jason Pierre-Paul had a good game. That was the one bright spot. Carl Nessib continues to impress. I think that that's a that's going to be a, a, a bright spot for the uh, um, for the team here moving forward. I would at least I would hope. You know, I thought that I saw I thought the same thing about that one guy. Whatever happened to that guy? What's oh god? What was his name? He was a de- he was a defensive lineman. And he had a, he had like a couple of good years under Lovey Smith, and he's like a no name kind of dude. Uh, OJ Howard uh, looked great. His he he apparently injured his ankle, but who, at this point, who cares? It's we, we're kind of playing for draft picks. Um, and I'm trying to think of any. Is there any more positives to this game? Oh, Pey- of course, Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber had 109 yards and a touchdown, or two or two touchdowns rather. So finally, producing on the uh, the fantasy points side of things, and that's really it. Oh, Kyrie Santos. Kyrie Santos making all his extra points. Uh, that was pretty. That was pretty clutch. I mean, that's not something we've had. We've we've had the the um, uh, the luxury of having over the la- over the course of the season. That we, we've had a lot of misses from our field goal kickers. So it was nice to see a guy that can actually drill one through the uprights. So I, I think every time I was watching the game with my mom, every time he he drilled, he uh, nailed it. My mom's like, "Oh, look at that! He could do it. He could really do it." I'm like, "Yeah, mom, it just you're making the same joke every time. It doesn't. It's not funny." So I'm sorry, mom. Oh God. Um, so yeah, I think those 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 are my positives. But uh, um, you know, we really got to talk about the quarterback situation, right? Or is is it time to get? Yeah, it's time to get to that. Yeah, he certainly sh- he should have been pulled after that that Panthers game. <laughs> oh boy. I lo- I'm looking last week. Uh, at that Redskins game, and I, I saw I saw a stat today, and this was t- tweeted out by uh, uh, the guys over at, uh, at Tampa Bay Trey over at Pewter Report. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers had more yards against the Washington Redskins than the Los Angeles Rams did tonight against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Bucks scored three points. The Rams scored fifty-four points with less yards. What? Isn't that isn't doesn't that isn't that just so depressing? <laughs> isn't that just like, oh my god! Like you look at that thing, you're like, how could that be true? Um, it's oh god. <laughs> oh man, 
you know what that that that's just it happens because of bad quarterback play. And Ryan Fitzpatrick comes out in this game and throws three interceptions, and is finally pulled in favor of Jameis Winston, who also threw an interception this game. It was, granted, it was in garbage time, uh, but Ryan Fitz, Ryan Fitzpatrick is is back to to Fitz. Tra- I what I don't what is what is it with him? Well, I think I think I know actually. I think what it is, and if you look at the way he plays, he as soon as the ball gets snapped, he's looking downfield for that big play. It's not there, so he's now you know he's going through his progressions, right? But I just don't think he's, I don't think he's that good at doing that. I think that he he certainly has a, he has a knack for that first read, and if that first read is open, I mean, what any quarterback does, right? So I think that in the first couple of weeks, when when teams were weren't game planning properly against the Buccaneers, that first read to Deshaun Jackson, Mike Evans, uh, whoever, that was open. And so he was taking that. Um, I mean, you saw how quickly he would get rid of the ball in, in those situations. So I think that is what was happening. So now teams are taking away that deep ball against Ryan, Fitz, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. So he's, he's having to go through those progressions. Uh, um, but the other the caveat to that is that we can't protect the quarterback. So now he's under pressure after after his first read, right? And uh, that's I think that and then, then then so then he forces it. And I think that's the that's the case, whether it's Ryan Fitzpatrick or it's Jameis Winston under under under, under uh, center for the Bucks. I think they just they it, I think it's it's a it's a combination of. It's it's the, the perfect storm of we can't protect the quarterback right. You've got you've got an old guy that's kind of bad at at, at at doing these quarterback things. You got a younger guy who's 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 still learning to do these things. But the the common denominator with both is that they they have this kind of fuck it gunslinger mentality where they're like you know what oh, I'll make something happen. I'll run with it. I'll I'll uh, you know I'll do a little pitch play. I'll I'll throw it in the covered sidearm and triple van covered whatever. <clears throat> that's where it gets bad, and that's where like maybe a journeyman quarterback, some guy that that's just gonna check down Charlie it all day. That's where where um, you know he's not gonna make those mistakes. But Fitzpatrick and Winston, they're not those guys. Um, so it's it's kind of, it's. I think if I think if you gave these quarterbacks a little bit more protection, regardless of who it is, I think obviously Jamie should be out there. But if they had they if they had time to maybe go through their progressions more consistently, now you're never you're not going to do it on every play. But if you if they if they were able to to more consistently go through their progressions, go through their reads, make the right decision the first time or the second time, um. You would see you would see certainly less turnovers. So I think that's one symptom of it. The other is I just I think we've reached a point in Jameis Winston's development where you you, you guys remember or the whole reason for wanting to keep um, Dirk Cutter around is to to stop him from stunting Jameis Winston's or you know you don't you don't want to, you don't want to go through that whole thing of of switching head coaches and stunting the growth of your uh, your overall first overall quarterback because you know he's he's having to learn a new scheme every year uh, he's in, they're installing new offenses every off season. he really doesn't have a chance to grow in a particular offense because of the coaching carousel I mean that's kind of like it was the uh, the Alex Smith syndrome where Alex Smith talented quarterback great guy but he just could not like they, the 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 San Francisco 49ers couldn't keep a head coach to save their lives and his career suffered as a result of it but by the way RIP Alex Smith but I 
think that was the thinking behind keeping Dirk Cutter around for as long as we have. Now, I think we've kind of plateaued in terms of development when it comes to Dirk Cutter and Jameis Winston. Cutter has installed an amazing, like, an offense the likes of which we've never seen before in the Tampa Bay area. We've never had an offense this good, and the numbers prove it. We're going to finish the record, or we're going to finish the season as the franchise best offense ever ever potentially the best NFL offense ever I don't think I don't think that'll happen but still in terms of yardage uh, a ridiculous offense and we and we have nobody but Dirk Cutter to thank for that when in terms of his schemes who he's drafted who what players he's put in positions to to run this offense that that's 100% Dirk Cutter now the thing is I think I don't think Jameis Winston's the type of quarterback to run this offense. I think it's more of a I think it's a less turnovery Fitzpatrick, right? It's kind of a it's it's like a a game manager veteran kind of guy, right? Maybe, I don't know. Um stick with stay with me here, but I think it's time to move on from Cutter and maybe get it bring a guy in that can help Jameis to 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 you know coach him differently, a change of scenery, something something that'll uh uh, is going to tell him something that he's never heard before in his development. He knows, okay, like, I don't know. I, I, I truly think that that's going to be the next move for the Glazers, and I, and I really hope that they make the, the right hire there to help him. Because I, I, I've, I, I think Dirk Cutter's done a fine job with, with the offense. I don't think he should have ever been the head coach. I think he should have, he's, a, he's a great offensive coordinator, uh, but he's not your head coach. And and he and the thing is is when we fire him he's going to go on to another team and make a, make them a fantastic offense. Um, th- that's for sure going to happen. I mean, if you look if you look at the production on the field, yeah. <clears throat> and I, and I think if if I if I have my way somehow maybe you know dem- demote Dirk Cutter and you know put in another head coach or something. I that doesn't happen. You can't have you 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 simply can't have that in the NFL. I mean, it's 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 it's. Um, you know, it's like having the president step down, and be the vice president for the new president. It's like no, it's it, it just doesn't work. Um, now, what you could do, and this is something that I really don't think is going to happen because I think Dirk Cutter he's 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 run his course in this town. But maybe maybe the Glazers come in and say, okay, look, we'll keep you for you know, we'll keep you around next year for Jameis Winston's final year. And uh, let's bring in a defensive coordinator. Let's bring. We'll hire a defensive coordinator. You stay out of it. We're going to go get our guy on defense and, and and improve this defense. You worry about the offense. And, and and I guess I don't know. I don't. I don't see how that works either. But to kind of get back to my original point, I think that it it would suit Jameis to have a guy in here to maybe try to do something about his turnovers. Right. Try to say something to him that that that'll get through. To him to take that check down to drill drill something into him uh, to help him manage that game and then also I think uh, th- that plus just to improve that def- give him a little bit more time to so that he's not because this is what he does it's when he's panicked that he makes these ridiculous throws and and again you're gonna you're gonna be pressured a lot in this league so I don't think that's I don't think that's a valid excuse but certainly it would help to 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 limit his turnovers if he had more time to throw the ball. Um, 
So yeah, there you go. Look at me making excuses for Jameis Winston. Look at look how far I've come as a as a fan of a piece of shit. I mean, it's it's it's. I, I feel all warm and fuzzy inside, guys. I, I, you you want to kumbaya, sing a song, let's all hug and 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 you know uh, uh, to to a picture of Jameis Winston. <laughs> oh boy. Um. So yeah. Um. Jameis was named the starter for the rest of the for not the rest of the season, but certainly for the San Francisco game, which is which was the right move, which was the move that should have been made two games ago. Um, but whatever, here we are. Uh, and so now we have the 49ers coming into town, and the thing it's like okay, we're as Bucks fans, we're like hell yeah, 49ers coming to town, we have a chance. 49ers like Buccaneers, yeah, we should probably win that game. So, <laughs> and then it doesn't it gets pretty tough. From wow, there's not a lot of games left. Jesus Christ, where's the time going? Good Lord. Oh, it's almost over, guys. Guys, we've been we've been having all this fun watching the Bucks lose. Dude, it's it's we got we got six games left. What the fuck? We've played more games than there are left in the sea. Oh man. Oh man, nobody told me this was happening. I could see that, that we've reached the, the the end is nigh. The end is nigh. Well, might as well fucking get draft picks. I don't know. Not, yeah, so now what's the strategy? It's win, right? It's, you got to win, 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 win. Dirk Cutter's... If, okay, if we win the last six games, Dirk Cutter stays around. Whatever. I don't know. It's not going to happen. I don't, know, it's, I don't see how you win against the 49ers with, this, with the defense, the way it's been playing. But, but the 49ers have less turnovers on defense than the Buccaneers. I think the, 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 the Bucks have won. They have zero. So, I don't know. But then, you, then there's there's that old adage. I mean, what what does every ailing defense need? Well, the Buccaneers' offense. So, I don't know. It's what happens when the movable object spe- uh, meets the stoppable force. Um, we'll see. I I I see a I see a a, a heck of a ball game. <laughs> I don't know what I I don't know what I predict for this. Bucks lose. Whatever. Who cares. And then after that, you got Panthers, Saints, Ravens, Cowboys, Falcons, and it's over. It's fucking over, guys. A lot of home games, though, coming up, so that's good. You got Panthers at home, Saints at home. I'm I'm assuming that'll be at the Ravens, at the Cowboys, and the Falcons at home. So that's, I mean, you you should try to win those games, maybe. I don't know. Falcons will be resting their starters. Maybe that's what it'll... But no, actually, they won't be. Saints might not be. No, they won't be. Boy, how brutal is that Saints game going to be? That, we've we've hung the one loss on them, so they're going to come to Raymond James Stadium like, all right, motherfuckers, let's, uh, let's play a little ball now. How about that? Oh, that'll be, that'll be, that'll be a fun one. Okay. We can... We, let's, let's move on. Let's move on to the, the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, who are... Who are doing the damn thing without uh, 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 Andre Vasilevsky? Who it came out uh, between uh, the last podcast and this one, he's only going to be out four to six weeks, which is, was the best case. We, I was saying six weeks was your best case, but now it's four weeks is is your best case. I think it'll be six weeks, right? I mean, that's that's early January, late December that you're going to see him. So not not terrible news, right? I think we can we can hold on. For long enough. Now you're starting. You're starting to see the effects of it now, with especially against the, the Flyers. That game should have never gone to overtime, and that was 100% because, I mean, yeah, it's it's on our defense a little bit, but it's 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 goaltending. 
you know, if, if, if Vassie's in there, he makes a couple of those saves and, and, and this game is, is won easily. And you're starting to see uh, a lot of high scoring affairs against the, the lightning that you, um, that you really weren't seeing before. So it's going to be uh it's going to be a fight and it, the schedule doesn't get any easier. You got Panthers, Blackhawks, Devils, Ducks, Sabres. <sighs> Let's see. When, when might he be back? Between that time, Devils and Red Wings and Bruins, Avalanche, boy, it doesn't get easy. Maple Leaves, you got in there. Flames, Flyers, uh, Canadians. And then maybe right around the time, Blue Jackets. The little schedule gets a, you know, it gets a little easier towards when you might see Vass again. We got a lot of game. We got a, got a lot of season left to play. You just got to tread water. Got to stay... Uh, just stay, stay 500 through this run, you know, and and uh, let's let's hope that uh, Vassy can come back sooner rather than later. He was walking around. He was walking around, walking around in the, um, you know, after after practice. So I don't think it's. I, I really don't think it's that bad. Uh, what's going to happen from now until Thursday, though? Okay, tomorrow we got the Panthers, so that'll be yesterday. We had the Panthers, and then Friday the Blackhawks. Okay, that'll be fun. Blackhawks coming in this week. We beat them last time, though. What do we? Blackhawks are in disarray. They just they just fired their head coach. Are they doing any better? I wonder. Four two and two. Oh no, sorry, that was old. That's some old shit. Mm. Don't know. We'll see. I didn't, I didn't have much against the uh, or with the with the Lightning here. Uh, that Flyers game was ridiculous. Would have liked to have beat the Predators, at, but you know it's at Nashville. You, you um, God, they've got our number this year. We should have beat them. We should have beat them the last time. We played. We outplayed them. Um, so I don't know. That's going to be now. That'll be that'll be one of those things where I don't even want to say that. I don't even want. Eh, you, you guys know where I was going with that, but I I don't, don't want to talk about playoff playoffs. Um, yeah. Real quick, let's touch on the Rays, and then I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Short, short Thanksgiving episode. Not a lot to talk about because I don't have, I don't have a full week in front of me. There's going to be a lot of stuff that happened that I'm not going to get, be able to touch on. Uh, the Rays do trade right-handed pitcher Chiwei Hu to the, the Indians uh, for an infielder, Gianti Turner, which I... Uh, hmm. that, that, that move is... See, I I don't know what's going on, but I don't. I've learned maybe no question the Rays, but then if you're a sports writer, you, well, uh, how dare you have unquestioning faith in your front office? Fuck you, guy. Um, I I don't know. Let's see what let's see where it goes. I I feel like pitching is definitely something that we still need, and I, and and I think the the best teams are the ones that pit, you know the, the look at the look at the Red Sox. They had the they had the pitching. They win the World Series. Yankees. They had all the they had the. The lineup certainly they had all the hitters, but they couldn't. They down the stretch they couldn't pitch, so they fucking they they were they got bounced. Um, I think that it's what, that's what it comes down to. Now the Rays are, are reinventing the way that the game's being played. So who know who knows, man? Maybe maybe they're gonna have like some kind of crazy five man infield with with openers and and circus peanuts and 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 the the men on flying trapeze come on down to the Tropicana field god damn it we're gonna win 90 games and and you're gonna have fun watching it all 12 of you 
Come on to to the park. Free hot dogs with every purchase of a hot dog. Does that mean it's buy one get one? No, it means you buy a hot dog, motherfucker. Sorry, I'm going. Am I going off track? I'm going off track a little bit. All right, so the Rays designate C.J. Cron for assignment, which didn't come as a huge surprise to me. I mean, you, but it, it, apparently it came as a big surprise to the rest of the baseball world. Which doesn't it kind of feel like all these baseball writers are hiding behind the shadows, just waiting for the Rays to do something, and then they're like, "Aha! See, I knew it. You don't know what the fuck you're doing, Rays." And they write their big story, and they're like, "I got him this time. Oh boy, C.J. Cron and his thirty home runs. I, I." And, and, and you can't, as a Rays fan, you can't defend it because you do you do one of either two things. It's one, okay, you put total faith in your front office and you say, well, they know what's best, blah, 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 blah. Um, or two, you just, you you look like you don't know what you're talking about with baseball. It's the, these high and mighty baseball writers that come out and they're like, what, how could they do something like this? Where literally last year, Last fucking year, when we designate Corey Dickerson for assignment, they shit all over the fact that we picked up C.J. Cron as a replacement. Like, well, how can you do this? And a year later, they're like, C.J. Cron designated for assignment? What is this? This isn't baseball. These fucking writers, they they really chap my hide, man. I, I, I... you can't win as a Rays fan. You really can't. We have we have no fans. We have no uh, history in terms of wins or anything like that. So we just we just constantly get shit on for everything that we do. As a Rays fan, from my standpoint, this whole CJ Cron thing makes a ton of sense. Yes, he hit 30 home runs last year. Yes, he had one of the best years of his career. But listen, he was a rental. He's the only reason why this was the conversation is because he played himself into it. But he's he had the Rays are banking on and I think they're right, this being his standout year, and the Rays put a paramount on guys that can paramount paramount whatever on guys that can flash the leather guys that are good defensively CJ Cron was not that guy okay they have they have guys that that they that they want playing first base that can play well defensively and you had two choices you had CJ Cron or you have G Man Choi both of whom don't play the field or don't they don't play the field well so we knew going into this offseason that one of them had to go so this convert this was going to be a topic of conversation regardless of who you got rid of if we talk about let's flip over the baseball card and let's let's see what cj cron has to offer as a player it's usually that's that's usually who he is cj cron is the kind of guy that's going to go out there and hit maybe 20 home runs a year and bat bat you know 260 for you and 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 I know it was, there's a lot of writers that say, well, the Rays could certainly use that. And you're right. You are right. The, the next year, they could definitely use that. But the Rays are the kind of team that don't just build for next year. We build for the next five years. Um, and I don't know why people do, – I, I don't know why these writers think they have this whole gotcha moment and, and, and they're scratching their heads over this. Guys, it's it's – I don't know. Maybe people that follow the team might know them a little bit better of what they're trying to do. The Ra- the Rays are about players that can play multiple, either multiple positions or play both sides of the field. You you have to play good. You have to play well defensively as well as offensively. And we already have a guy that can hit and play defense, um, or rather hit and can't play defense, uh, and that's G Man Choi. 
so yeah, we again we knew this move was coming. Either one of the two was going to have it was the odd man out. Same with the Malik Smith thing. We knew that we had this, especially after trading for Austin Meadows. We knew we had this massive logjam out in, out in uh, the outfield, uh, and so you got to offload one of those guys. So they got so they traded Malik Smith, and they got two really good pieces in return for them. Guys, fucking relax, baseball world. Relax. Let us just do our let us do our thing over here. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. Just go fuck yourself. Look, Tim. If there's one thing we know how to do in Tampa, it's it's run coaches out of town. So if the Rays are fucking up, then we're gonna they're gonna be the first ones to know from us. Okay, we don't need your help here. Okay, we we don't need any of your bullshittery uh, and and your your high and mighty blah, 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 articles. No, I don't. We don't need any of this. Okay, just, sip, just I don't know. Ask a Rays fan. There's we are we do exist, motherfucker. <sighs> what else? Uh, Fred McGriff doesn't get into the. He, does he get in? No. Former first baby. Mariano Rivera got in. Uh, ta, 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 ta. Blake Snell, Cy Young. He won the Cy Young Award. We talked about that. Uh, time's running out for the the uh, Tropicana Field decision. I think we we all knew that. Uh, I saw this interesting article on D Rays Bay. I guess every Korean man is required to do military service because of the whole North Korea situation with. Um, with North Korea, uh, so G-Man hasn't done his his military service yet, and there's a there's a I mean he might he might have to might have to go do that. I don't I mean reading this article, it says like the second one down it says postpone joining till the age of thirty seven. Okay, that's what you do, right? I mean I guess you can. The current law over, allows overseas residents to postpone their military service until the age of, of thirty seven. He can play. In America, until he's 37, he can return home to North Korea, but he cannot work in Korea until he fulfills his military service. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so that's probably what he does. Or what? I'm sure this is something that's been considered. We've like the the Major League Baseball has had Korean players before. I don't think. Right? Yeah. Of course. Right? Right? No? Yes? Am I wrong? I'm probably wrong. I'm probably wrong with that. Um, hmm. Interesting. Thought that was a uh, was a little fun tidbit. Uh, and that's really all I have. A lot, a lot on the books. A little bit on the Rays. Thirty minute show. That's all you get. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, I, I'm hope I hope you uh, eat a lot of food, drink a lot of pies. Um, God damn, I love me some pie. That's my favorite thing. <sighs> big, nice, big slice of pumpkin pie, and you just you you drape it. In the most whipped cream that you probably that you can that you can fit on it w- without embarrassing yourself, and, and and then you put a little bit more on because fuck it, it's Thanksgiving, man. Do whatever the fuck you want this time. You want you want thirds, you get thirds. It's Thanksgiving. It's it's America holiday. Yeah, so uh, happy thanks happy Thanksgiving, folks. Let's go uh, let's go Bucks. Let's go Lightning. Uh, let's beat some some Blackhawks here, and uh, I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm at the, do, do, the, do we want the Bucks to win or do we want the draft picks? I always say take the wins. It's fun. It's more fun watching them win than drafting a dude because hey, as we know, <coughs> as Bucks fans, we can't draft. We fucked that up, so we might as well enjoy a win every once in a while. Um, so yeah, look forward to that. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, check out the, uh, the 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 Twitter page, uh, WOTB Podcast. I'm Kyle WOTB on Twitter. Um, if you want to check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Word of the Bay. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.